Hey you guys, it's your girl E. I'm back with another podcast. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 2. I hope you guys are doing well and blessed and that you had a happy holidays. The word that I have for you today, right? And bear with me. I'm going to try not to be too long-winded, but you guys know how I get when I get into the word. And God gives me a word to give you. And um, this, to me, is a good word. I feel like it's going to be a blessing to someone or to people. And I feel like it's going to be an eye-opener. The title of my message is, is that God already has an answer. Okay, that's the title to today's message. God already has an answer. When I was studying out of the book of Mark, chapter 16, which is the last chapter um, in the book of Mark in the New Testament, and I'm going to read from the King James Version. As I was studying this word for the last few days, God God kind of like just poured his word into me. And if you've ever studied the Bible for a long time or for a few years, you'll know that there are times when you're reading the word and God gives you an understanding of that word. And you know, as he's giving you understanding that you're supposed to give that word to other people. And that's what happened to me as I read this word, right? So I was studying out of Mark um, chapter 16. And even though I read all the verses from 1 to 20, I'm not going to read all of them to you. But I am going to read the ones that God uh, put on my heart to give you, to give your word. In the title... God already has an answer. In the in the book of Mark, chapter 16, this is after Jesus' death, right? After Jesus died on this day, he had already uh resurrected, right? And Mary of Mary Magdalene and Mary, who the mother of James and uh Solomon were, they they had it on their hearts to and it was their custom, you know, this is this is uh, the custom of their days, right? Remember that, you know, how we have customs, you know, when people die, you know, they had customs of how they treated the body after so many days being buried and whatnot, you know. So Mary, Mary and Mary, right, they decided in their hearts, right, they had a heart to still go prepare the body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So they prepared spices, right? It says in uh, verse 1, and when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Solomon, have brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. Now, remember, this is the same Mary that anointed Jesus when he was sitting in the house of the Pharisees and the scribes. And I believe I want to say she was like the only female there. It could have been more, but she was the only one amongst them because, you know, back then the, the scribes and the Pharisees were only men. Right. It was customary for men to hold certain prominent positions back in those days. So remember when Mary anointed his body before she anointed his feet, she she put the oil in his head. And, you know, the, the Pharisees and the scribes were making fun of her and, and questioning Jesus saying, you know, if you knew all that this woman did and all her sins, you wouldn't even let her touch you. That was their version of saying, that was their version of saying, you know, this woman is not worthy um, to be at your feet. And then Jesus has said in that, that, in that, uh, that, uh, verse, he was like, she has done more for me than you guys ever did. When I came in, you didn't even greet me because you thought that you were of a, a high esteem. But Jesus said that when I came in this house and up until now, she never ceased to stop 
you know, worshiping me. She never ceased to stop anointing me. She, Jesus was saying to them, she was more humble than they were, yet they were in these prominent positions being of an example to people or supposed to be an example. So this is that same Mary, right? So what Mary did in the past prepared her for this moment, right? But that's not what I want to get to you at. But the Holy Spirit is putting it on my heart to say, your past, whatever it is, right, is going to prepare you for a moment that's going to catapult you into the future. You're going to go, thank God that I learned those lessons, whether it be good and or bad. I don't know who this is for. See, God has given me another word to give you. When Mary anointed Jesus' body the first time when he was alive and he was sitting in the house of the, the scribes and the Pharisees, I don't think that she knew that she would be doing this now after his death because she didn't know that, you know, he was going to die. You know, at least I don't think so. So she already knew what to do. She already had a heart postured in that she she had a purpose mind that I'm going to go to anoint his body after his death. God prepared her before for what was going to be of the future. I am here to tell you that God is saying to you right now, nothing is going to be wasted. All the pain, all the heartache, all the happy moments, all your triumphs. God said, get ready because there's going to be a moment where it's going to all come together, right? It's going to all come together. You're going to be in that moment and you're going to go, wow, God prepared me for this. That is one of the words that God wants me to give to you right now. My next thing that I wanted to go, right? The title of this message is God already has an answer. Mary and Mary already had a heart after God. Their heart was set on, let me anoint his body while he's dead because this is going to be the last um, customs and courtesies, so to speak, of their day for them to uh, solidify the body for good. So as they had a heart, right, as they had a heart to go and, and anoint Jesus' body, they were being obedient, Okay, and I'm going to read the next the next verse, which is verse two. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said amongst themselves, who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? Now, this is the key question, the key verse that when I read this, I knew that God wanted me to give you guys this message. Their question in amongst themselves was, and they said amongst themselves, who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? I think I'm pronouncing that right. You guys know I don't be pronouncing all these words in the Bible correctly, but y'all gonna have to bear with me, right? They had a question. Now, we all know from description and from, you know, some of the movies that really try to get, um, get the ge geography right and, and the, the sculptures right. This stone was very large. It was too large for them to even roll away. Because remember, these are two females. And I'm not saying females are weak, but females, most of us, our bodies are designed to be of a smaller stature than a man, right? So with the both of them, they could not roll away this stone. But see, their heart was so set on doing what was right by God and by the customs and courtesies that they was like, they had enough faith to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead anyway. Now, anybody could have said, you know what, there's no way that we can roll away this stone. And mind you, 
um, they didn't ask for help because the Bible didn't say that they asked for help. But they still went. God is saying to you, whatever question that you have, God already has an answer. He already has it figured out. Mary and Mary met their answer through their obedience. Mary and Mary, they they had a question. They had a legitimate question because they said, okay, we're going to go here. We're going to anoint Jesus' body, but we're not strong enough to roll away this stone. They had an obstacle. They had a rock in between their obedience and actually acting out the actual, um, the customs and courtesies that they had to do in that day. God is saying, whatever is in your way, Whatever seems too strong, you may have an enemy that's trying to come against you. You may have uh, spiritual forces that are trying to stop you. You may have certain things that even you may have done. God said that there are some doors that you may have possibly looks like has been closed. But God says that I already have an answer for you. They had a question and God already had an answer. And it's funny how this was captured because they could have easily said, you know what? Maybe it's not meant for us to anoint his body. Maybe, maybe we should just turn back and and, and just let it be. God is saying to you, whatever obstacle you have in your way, I don't care how, how the weapons are forming against you look. God says, I don't care how impossible it looks. God says that he already has an answer for you. And your answer to your question, he said, is going to be through your obedience. Not half obedience, but full obedience. They had a question. And they didn't know how it was going to be answered. But they went on anyway. And I'm going to read the next verse. It says, and when they looked, right, this is after them traveling. They saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. The next verse shows that God already had the answer. All they had to do was to keep walking in obedience. If they would have stayed home, they would have never gotten to the other side. Right? The title of this message just goes hand in hand. God already has an answer. But the other part of this message that God wanted me to get to you is that God wanted me to tell you that through your obedience, not only is he going to give you an answer that he already has stored up and he already has people in place, right, to, to, to fulfill the answer. He already has, uh, he, he said he already has the money for you. He already has the money in the bank. He already has the, the answer, um, the answer to prayers. He already has the the degrees for you. He already has whatever it is that you need. He said he already has a business contract. He already has your spouse. All you have to do is walk in obedience. And God says that he already has everything else lined up. I always talk about a lot on, on my social media. I always talk about divine connections. Being connected to, to godly people. When when doors close and when people are removed from your life, that's when you see God start bringing other people in your life. Because sometimes through the releasing of the people in, in the situations uh, previously, he said that they were too toxic. 
in your life. He said that they had too much of a dark cloud in your life. And he said they had to be removed so that way the real answer, the real question in your heart can be answered through his connections, not through the people that Satan sends. Because remember, Satan and God sends people, but God sends people to bless your life and Satan sends people to destroy your life. God says that not only um, will the questions that you have uh, be answered through your obedience, he is saying to you today that through your obedience, He's going to give you more than what you expected. Because even though the stone was rolled away and God already had answered their questions in their heart through that, God didn't have to do what he did next. And I'm going to read the next verse. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted, yea, seek Jesus of Nazareth which was crucified and is risen. He is not here. Behold, the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There ye shall see him, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid." Verse 9, and I'm going to end it here as far as the um, verses go. Now, when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And when she went and told them that that had been with him as they mourned and wept, and they, when they had heard that he was alive, had been seen of her, believed not. After that, he appeared in an, another form unto the two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it unto the residue. Neither believed them. Now, I'm going to stop there. When God told me to tell you that not only is he going to answer your, your questions and your prayers through your obedience, but he is going to do more than that when you walk in obedience because God says in his word that he does um he does above and beyond which what we can ever imagine or hope or think of and this is what he did here to Mary and Mary this is the same Mary who was who was a prostitute or or so they say this was the same Mary that he cast seven demons out she was the one that everybody made fun of everybody laughed at everybody was like oh don't don't touch her don't let her touch you she's so full of sin she's so full of this but yet she was the first person that jesus appeared unto and i'm gonna read verse 9 again now when jesus was risen early the first day of the week he appeared first to mary magdalene out of whom he cast seven devils why did god want us to know that what is so pro- profound about this message? Jesus didn't even appear first unto his disciples. He didn't even appear first unto the scribes and the Pharisees. Jesus didn't even appear first unto his own mother. But he appeared first unto the one who had the most sin. Because you want to know what this reminds me of? And the, and the Holy Spirit just put this on my heart. God said in his word 
to whom much is given, um, much is required. And then there's another word that God gave me to, to whom there's more sin in their lives, right? The more that God has to love on them. So the more sin that someone's in, meaning that they're in more darkness, they had more demons. Do you know how many places that, that Jesus had to fill in Mary? He had to fill up Mary so much because the word says that when a devil is rebuked out of a place, that place is left empty, meaning it's clean, it's whole, it's, 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 it's pristine. And he says that if that place is left empty still, meaning if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, if you're, if you're not filled with God, if you don't, if you don't sit up there and get into the word, he says that the demons are going to come back and it's going to be seven times as worse. So Jesus had to fill Mary up. This is the same Mary that that nobody wanted to be bothered with. And God is saying to you that I don't care if you have a past. I don't care if you have people who know what you used to do. I don't care if people got evidence of of the things that you did, the things that you said, how you live behind closed doors and nobody knows. God says that I am going to answer your prayers and I'm going to use you so greatly that none of that is going to matter. None of that stuff is going to matter. The laughs, the, the way they try to hurt you when making fun of you, the way, the way that they try to laugh to, to discourage you from moving forward. God said, I am going to make you so great that none of that's going to matter. All you're going to do is look back and say to them, thank you. You're going to say to your enemies, thank you. You're going to say to your family members who, who didn't want you to break those generational curses because they never did. You're going to look back at them and say, thank you. And God is going to show you and show other people through your life that he already has the answer. And never be afraid of being obedient to God. And never be afraid of, of letting God shine his light on you through Jesus Christ. Never be, never be afraid to let God use you and let him shine his light not only on you but through you. So that way you can be a witness unto Jesus Christ. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be affrighted of. God says today, I I already have the answer. If you just walk in obedience. Everything that you had questions in your heart. God says, I've already prepared other people to meet you where you're at. And when you guys connect and when you, and when you have that divine connection, there's going to be such a peace among you that you're going to know it's me. When you start the business with your business partners, you're going to know it's me. You're going to know it's right. God says that when you meet your spouse, you're going to know it's him. You're going to know it's her. You're going to, you're going to feel that peace of the Holy Spirit. When you guys connect, God says it's going to be like an, an Elizabeth and a Mary moment. When the, the two of you babies meet and they leap in the womb. You're going to know it. You're going to feel it. And there's going to be no doubt about it that God set this divine connection up. But God says to you today, he is saying to you today, he needs you to be obedient. You cannot afford to be distracted in this season. You cannot afford to be distracted in this season. Because what if Mary and Mary would have not went? What if God had to use somebody else to give that testimony? God is asking you today, will you be obedient 
because he already has the answer. God says from now on, every obstacle that you think is in your way, every person that you think can stop you, everything that you think can go wrong, God says that everything that you can think of, every every doubt that comes up into you, God says every every fear that comes up into you, God says, look at that and say, if I'm obedient, what's on the other side of this fear? What's on the other side of this obstacle? Because God says, I can let you see the weapon forming, but it's not going to prosper. But God says, if you run before, I can show you that the weapon formed against you shall not prosper. He says, you're never going to know if it did or if it didn't. I don't know who this word is for. And maybe it's for me too. But I feel so strong about this word. And in this next season. And that some of you are preparing your bodies and your minds to, to, to be a part of the, the corporate fasting that your church is going gonna, gonna, to um, gonna host. Use that moment as well to fast and, and, and to pray. Become a part of a corporate prayer so that way you're strengthened in Christ. I feel this word so strong, y'all. God says he needs for you to be obedient. Add some fasting and prayer to this obedience. And don't be fearful. God says, don't be fearful when when you're when you're looking forward and you're and you're thinking in your mind, okay, if I have an obstacle, how how am I going to be obedient? God says, don't look at it in fear. God says He doesn't want you to look at this next season in your life that you're about to walk to in fear. He doesn't want you to look. In, he doesn't want you to look at it out of fear. Don't be like, oh God, well, what if I can't be obedient? Or what if I miss this? And what if I miss that? God said, forget all of that. God says, you have to trust me and trust that I am leading you. Even when you're not aware that I'm, I am leading you, I am leading you. Do not have fear in this next season that you're going to mess up. Just trust God. Get in his word. Read his word. Be obedient. Start fasting and praying according to, to how God wants you to fast and pray. And, and do everything that God puts on your heart to do. And if you're unsure that whether it's from God or from the devil, ask God to let you follow the peace of the Holy Spirit. Ask God to help you follow calmness. And if not that, because God sometimes wants us to trust him because you're not going to always feel wooed and weighed in, in, in the presence of God, but God is still leading you. Ask God to help you get it right. And at least ask God to show you what it's not. To at least let him to show you what is the attack of the enemy. And I know the stone that was rolled away wasn't really an attack on Mary and Mary when they wanted to roll away the stone. But to them it was an obstacle. But God is saying that that stone, that obstacle that you think that you can't get rid of, that 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 thing that you think you can't get rid of, that addiction that you think you can't get um free from because you thinking that it's gonna it's it's gonna be an obstacle between you and what God has for you. God says if you walk in obedience day by day, he says I already have the answer for you. And I am praying that this word is is life unto you. And God just put this on my heart. There is someone out there who you wanna have a baby. You wanna get pregnant. You wanna have a baby. 
and you've been waiting for so long to get pregnant, you and your spouse. Follow the obedience of God and do what he tells you today and do what he is telling you. And I'm, I am praying on, on your behalf. And if you just open up your heart and listen to this prayer, I am praying, Father, in the name of Jesus. For who this message is for? For the women, the woman that wants to have a baby with her spouse. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you open her womb. And that she and her husband follows the steps and in, in the advice of the doctors as you are leading to the, do- the doctors to give her and to give him. And I pray that as you're opening up her womb, that you fill her and her husband with peace to go on about this journey how you want them to go on about. They will conceive in this next season. In the name of Jesus. I pray that this message is life unto you. I pray that you take this word with sincerity and with all seriousness. Because you have a, a, an assignment to fulfill. And you have more power and you have a, something that the devil doesn't have. You have authority. God says, stop giving your power and authority away. God says you have the authority and the power to rebuke demons. But you can't rebuke them if you're playing around with the devil. Use this word. Let this word be rooted unto you. God says you are stronger. Greater is that he that is in you than he that is in the world. Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for allowing me to be obedient. And giving this word to your people. And I pray that it is received by those who it's supposed to be received from. And may no devil Take this seed and uproot it from them. Let this word and this seed be planted on good ground. And may they walk in obedience in this next season. As you see fit, Father, and move by your spirit, Father, upon them. Move by your Holy Spirit upon them. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray all these things. Amen.